Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm solid to the crack. Never change me and my son of rain. It gets wet when we hang. I'm solid. Could touch the blue part of the Welcome to Sportfire, the sports comedy podcast that paid Jimmy Butler $1,000 for four cold brews, then blogged about it. Like, is this something? I'm your host, Adam Weiner, but I walked outside into the Canadian smog and it forever changed me. I can taste the color orange now. My throat really shouldn't be able to still go, welcome, but I guess it can for the time being. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and trying to convince Lionel Messi to join the Miami Marlins instead. Or at least FC the Miami Marlins. Coming up in a bit, USWNT star Julie Ertz, courtesy of Abbott. But first, let's take a quick trip through the headlines. Congratulations to Bill Simmons, who just won the Smartest Idea Award for Zombie Heat. But at what cost? Down 15 in Game 2 and on the verge of falling down 2-0, Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vincent, and the Heat rallied to turn the NBA Finals into a series against Nikola Jokic. And isn't that what Miami's really all about? Finding a way to ruin the bouncer's life? Try as the rest of the league might to extinguish them, this Heat team just will not go away. And credit to their coach, Eric Spolstra. I, I think? Or maybe everybody's just being random. I really don't know. Somehow Duncan Robinson's underpaid now? Somehow Haywood Highsmith is my real dad? This is just the way the world is sometimes ahead of an election year. Up is down, black is white, Udonis Haslam is active. Meanwhile, in the Stanley Cup Finals, it's a heater between Florida and Las Vegas. This series will depend on, and okay, time, this is officially the longest anyone has talked about it. Florida and Las Vegas. The perfect Stanley Cup Finals for the hockey fan with Jägermeister license plates and a Harley-Davidson eye tattoo. Aaron Judge made a game-saving catch at Dodger Stadium, running through the right field wall. Judge hurt his toe, but if you think that's bad, you should see the wall. Because it has a piece of Judge's toe in it now. Gross. Shams Jirania leaked this week that Kyrie Irving is attempting to recruit LeBron James to the Dallas Mavericks, so that's basically a done deal. Nothing else to hammer out there. Mavericks absolutely rich with assets. Tim Hardaway Jr. will be an epic Laker. Call it in! It's a foolproof plan, because if it never happens, Shams and Kyrie can just blame it on the woke mind virus. Shams can say he couldn't comment on the rumor and was just sharing a link. Kyrie and LeBron together again would be pretty compelling, though, in the same way that it's compelling to watch your uncle swallow a bee. James Harden is reportedly torn between staying in Philadelphia and returning to Houston. Yeah, it's a real toughie, said Nick Nurse while zipping up Harden's bags. John Morant's team claims the gun he was seen waving in a recent Instagram Live video was just a toy gun. Morant's team also claimed the Instagram Live video was actually a book about proper manners and Morant himself was actually a toy gun. 
The Bills have signed ex-Rams pass rusher Leonard Floyd to bolster their defensive attack. And in future news, Leonard Floyd has torn his ACL before the playoffs. Massive blow. That's what happens when you put Josh Allen on the Madden cover. Will Novak Djokovic win this year's French Open? Not sure, but since he made it to Paris this time, I guess he's got a shot. Zlatan Ibrahimovic retired from the game of football this weekend after AC Milan's win on Sunday. Uh, yeah, we knew that already, said anyone who watched this season of Ted Lasso. It was like a major plot point and a big test for Jamie Tart. Happy April. You guys still not sure how Coach Nate's storyline resolves? And the NBA opened an investigation into referee Eric Lewis for having a potential burner Twitter account. Fans became suspicious the account belonged to Lewis when it tweeted, Beautiful day today. Can't wait to watch the Warriors play the Lakers. P.S. NBA referee Eric Lewis is hot. Here are the top three reasons we knew this was a referee's burner account. All its recent likes were whistle sales. The location in its bio was in an angry fan's crosshairs and it paid for Twitter blue. If found guilty, Lewis will be given the worst punishment ever delivered by the league, being assigned to all 82 Pistons games. And now, courtesy of her partnership with Abbott and Real Madrid, my interview with USA Soccer star Julie Ertz, who was an absolute delight. Joining us now on behalf of Abbott is pro soccer player Julie Ertz. Julie has teamed up with Abbott and the Real Madrid Foundation to beat malnutrition. They're raising awareness for the issue of childhood malnutrition and the importance of early screening. Real Madrid players and fans will be given a custom armband in Madrid this weekend to show support for the campaign. So, Julie, to start, I'd love to know more about how your partnership with Abbott came about and how specifically Abbott and Real Madrid are working together to combat malnutrition globally. Yeah, I was so proud to kind of partner with them for many reasons. But obviously, as a new mom, um, I think my perspective, of, especially, you know, with child with children, um, my whole perspective kind of has changed as well. But also, I think just the work that um, I do with the Earth's Family Foundation as well um, in, in the youth space, I thought it just was so amazing. And what a great cause um, to raise awareness for. And so obviously, within the soccer world of Real Madrid, my soccer life, it just really came together. And I think raising awareness for for malnutrition in childhood is just a, a, extremely important. And what can you tell me about the custom designed armband the players are going to wear this weekend? So for, to detect early childhood malnutrition, it has this MUAC, um like score tape, which is what it kind of looks like a tape measure. And so they kind of co-created this armband to match that. And that's how they kind of detect it um, in early childhood. So I know that the players for Real Madrid were given to them. I have my own. Um, and I know that the fans will have it there. So it's just, a, I think, a, a small sense to be able to um, raise a, a big awareness. Awesome. That should be a massive event. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, as for your uh, current pro career, you're playing now for Angel City FC. Um, you officially signed with them a, a few months ago. What has it been like to find yourself involved with a team with such high profile and influential owners, Natalie Portman, Serena Williams, Mia Hamm? I mean, the list goes on and on. Like, how involved are these legends sort of in, in the operations and in the day to day? Wild. I mean, it, it is wild. It's very cool. Um, it, I mean, they're just adding to the growth um, of, of women's soccer. So that's also incredible. I think into the day to day, obviously we're like focused in practice and training and all that. So obviously I would say they're at the training grounds by no means, but they're there at every game and all that. And then I think that's the important part is that, you know, they're invested in us to be um, 
at our best. So we're there to grind every day and to, um, you know, be at practice and give everything that we have. And then and at the game, they're there to support us. Um, and, and that's what you train for, right? Or, or for those game moments. So they're really there um, to help cheer and um, celebrate with us um, as as the team continues to grow. And what do you think it means to the league as a whole to have this star-studded team in L.A. of all places and now, you know, the roster, obviously, you know, you add star power to that roster too. How does that help raise the profile? I think what they've done is just kind of create created a standard and that that that's important that 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 it shows you that this is a possibility this this can be a big NWSL market this this is how um you can grow it um in the right way and I think even even Angel City I feel like keep talking about how to grow and get better as well with already setting a standard so you have a team that has an expectation of where they want to go um, and B, and it's just been really fun to be a part of, especially for somebody who's been in the end of SL from like really early on to now. Um, it's just been really cool to be around something so professional in and out, like in, in all aspects. Your first match with them was about a month and a half ago. And, and obviously that's after a two year layoff. Um, what was the biggest challenge that you faced returning to the pitch after such a lengthy time away? Um, I think luckily... I've gotten asked this question before. I think it's just, I mean, obviously there's a lot of emotion that comes with being back in your first game. So there's, there's a lot of thinking, a lot of doing a lot of, you know, moving parts for sure. So I think once the first game was done, it almost like felt like, okay, like off the shoulders, got the first one done. I want to keep growing. This is a good base for me. Um, I could go back, watch film and kind of just go on to the next. So the nice thing is like, really the storyline kind of then just like left in the sense. Yes. I, it, I was out for a little bit, but um, I'm just here to train, get back, um, be better than I was. And that's just each training, each game continuing to grow off that. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's definitely fun to be back. I know it's been a while, but I think the reason why it just took me a little bit longer is because when I did want to get back, I just didn't want to feel as if it was so far from me to get back to where I was. So my process getting back, if it was even a possibility was that I wanted to be back to where I felt really comfortable to get back in, to feel like I could actually help and make a difference versus like, Oh, I'm trying to get my feet wet. So luckily I've had great support in that and system. And yeah, of course, every single thing I want to sharpen up. Um, but I knew that my ultimate goal was to peak at the right time and just use this as a building block. And that's kind of my mentality focus has to be, um, just because I know my timeline is crunched. So I just, I think just staying focused has been what's really helped me. Yeah, I, I wanted to touch on that as well. So, you know, obviously you're aiming for the World Cup roster. Um, do you feel at this point, do you anticipate being ready to contribute the way you'd like to? Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I think so, right? I mean, you have to be. Um, so, yeah, I definitely have enjoyed my process of, of getting there and I feel good. And luckily I think having the experience of, um, that expectation, um, of prior world cups of where I need to be in, in any aspect, soccer, fitness, mental, um, tactical, there's so many obviously pieces it's important. So I'm lucky to have that kind of in my back pocket of just understanding. Um, but knowing that, um, there's so much to it. So, it, it could get overwhelming, but I think luckily because of the experience, it's allowed me to just kind of be like, okay, let's check this box. Let's check this box. Cause I know it's 50 days out. Um, 
which doesn't seem like a long time, but in overall, it kind of is a long time. Um, so it's like, it's like quick, but not quick at the same time. It's still time. So it's just using every moment you have. It, Team USA always enters this tournament too, as, as one of the favorites as a global power. Um, but you know, you, you still have to maintain that edge. Uh, how do you sort of enter knowing that you are favored, but you have to, you know, stay motivated and, and retain that, you know, that, that tenacity? It's kind of just part of the team at this point. I think luckily the team has been successful for a really long time. And I think when you're kind of have all that expectation, you just kind of learn how to deal with it. I think the whole point of our team is you're fighting for a spot all the time at practice, like every game, every practice, every match, like you're constantly, you know, fighting to get a spot on the team. So I think just that being built into it, is just kind of pressure in itself. I mean, you're playing with world-class players. Like, I, you just are all the time. Um, so I think just the DNA or the history of that um, and the expectation. And, yes, other people have that expectation. But, like, like, even if they didn't, I think the whole expectation of the team is the same thing. So there's no difference, I don't think. Um, and the cool thing is everybody – everybody there the reason why you go to the world cup is because every team wants to win so it's no different it's just the expectation of when you go to a tournament you want to win you embody that tenacity too in in 2015 I, I read that you played every single minute of the entire world cup i mean i i can't imagine that how do you manage to you know do that and avoid you know reaching any sort of breaking point and just persevere i'm gonna go with probably support I mean obviously taking care of your body knowing your body um the support that that U.S. soccer has given us and our staff um understanding kind of like the timelines of um kind of the tournament as well um and then just your teammates you know like there's there's just there to support you and when stuff gets tired or hard you fight for each other so you just learn how to grind it out for each other and when you when you have a soul focus and you come together and you click at the right time there's a lot of beauty in that um and i think like that's that's really an important part of the tournament after that cup you made your fifa video game debut in 2016 um did you play as yourself or were you like no that's too weird i, I can't do that I'm terrible at FIFA, like so bad. I don't even get it. I don't, I, I basically can do Mario Kart and <laughs> like, I have a Nintendo 64, basically. I'm still like so old school. Like my husband can play, so he's played me, um, but he, he's a big Tottenham fan. So he just kind of always only plays with Tottenham. So um, sometimes he will, he, he, he would play, but um, yeah, I'm not, I'm terrible. I don't, I don't know why I, I've tried. I just not very good would you play as yourself in mario kart if you could though oh yes <laughs> oh yes Perfect. that'd be fun yeah just i'm just throwing it out there it's for next time you put on the motion capture suit you get in rainbow road you know if you have the opportunity yeah exactly um you and uh i, I spoke with brandy chastain and, and i know that you were both uh santa clara broncos um do you do you feel a certain kinship with her because that or or how has your relationship developed my relationship with the developer was like, just, it's so cool. Like, so I went there on my unofficial visit, met her, um, cause she was there. And, uh, and so obviously I went from starstruck to a friendship to, she would sometimes practice with us. So to like competitor 
um, to friend. So it was a really cool, and that's kind of how I really felt with like a lot of um, like past veterans, you know, or retired players. It's, it's really kind of a family and I've really appreciated that. And um, yeah, Brandy specifically, I mean, her husband coached me as well through college. So I think just um, them also watching my growth um, obviously on the field, but off the field as well. Like I think kind of cultivated a lot of, my character and just growth as a human and player and all that stuff. So um, I'm just appreciative of like all of our time together and her checking in and just when every time I can see her is, is really cool. I'll wrap it up with this. You're an Arizona native and, and now you've got, you know, Zach has returned to play in your home state for the Cardinals after so many seasons spent in Philly. Um, What's it been like, you know, to have that connection and, and what do you miss most, if anything, about actually him playing in Philadelphia? Um, it's been really amazing. Obviously being back home around my family, I think, you know, ever since really college, I never really was able to go back home. So it's really cool to kind of come back and, and share Madden with them, like, you know, more than if I was to be on the East coast and to have that support, I think was a blessing because I'm not sure how I could do this without them, especially with having Madden, it like totally changes things. So, um, you know, when things happen and you just realize the beauty of it, um, it just was obviously tough leaving Philly just because it's been our home for so long in our community. Um, and it's such an incredible sports city. Absolutely. Um, but you just kind of learn that, you know, through your life and challenges that sometimes it's, it's to get out of your comfort zone is also important. Um, and then just happy happening to be back to where I kind of grew up, um, was full circle for me and just my career, um, specifically, especially getting back from pregnancy, because a lot of my club, um, friendships made and teams and support, um, was back from my growth as a youth soccer player. So it was just really crazy to be back on fields that I've, you know, played at that cultivated my love for the game, um, seeing coaches and uh, that, you know, have been there since I was, you know, 12. So it was really full circle for me. Um, but so it's been, it's been a delight um, to, to be there. Well, Julie, thank you so much for all your time. And and hopefully you can convince Zach to eventually stop playing Tottenham and, and get back to playing you and FIFA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might ask he'll do it, but it is, he, he's, you know, I don't know. He, he, he knows his players, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Julie Ertz, everybody. Courtesy of Abbott. Put her in Mario Kart. Maybe the Mario Kart movie. That has to be in production. Once the writer's strike is over. No. AI can write that. And now, for a final flame, here's Bill Simmons on the zombie heat. Thanks, Pearl Jam. I don't thank you guys enough. Earnestly, I, I owe so much to you, Pearl Jam. Welcome back to the Bill Simmons Podcast. Well, I warned you. I warned you all. I, I got on this podcast feed in March and told you that the Zombie Heat were the team to worry about for the Celtics in the East. It, it wasn't just that they won games. It was how they won games. Going 41 for 41 from the free throw line. Making other teams somehow forget their defensive rotations at key moments. Jimmy Butler going Pantheon mode in the book of basketball. And then, it all happened in real life. 
They shoot 45% from three in big games after being 27th from range during the regular season. Caleb Martin torches the Celtics, then scores three points in each of the first two finals games. Even zombie Kevin Love is throwing zombie outlet passes to zombies. Of course, this weird herky-jerky Miami team ended up being the only thing standing between my Celtics and an historic comeback. But everyone out there hoping I'm devastated, you're forgetting one thing. I predicted this, so I bet on it. Made a ton of money on this zombie heat run. And what do I, a multi-billionaire, care about more? Money or the Boston Celtics? <sighs> Somehow it's the Boston Celtics. I already lost all the money customizing a Celtics-themed dojo for my son, Ben. But I'll get it all back next year, because I made Jalen Brown and Pinky promise to pay me a Supermax if I get him traded to Matt Ishbia's sons. Win-win! Presented by Simply Safe. Now, since I know everything, I bet you're wondering what's next for the zombie heat. How far up the pyramid can Jimmy Butler go? And will I ever apologize for the crazy sexist comments about bazongas I made on 10,000 different 2009 podcasts with Adam Carolla? Sadly, I don't know. My powers of soothsaying only exist as long as my Celtics are still in it. I can see clearly enough into the future to know the heat we're going to knock Boston out. But after that, you can sell me on anything. Cody Zeller getting a mid-game endorsement from the Hair Club for Men. John Morant showing up in a Heat jersey for Game 5. Max Struess accidentally choking on Cody Zeller's new hair. Or was it on purpose? The possibilities are zombie. Personally, I'm fine. Things always seem to work out for me. Oh, hold on. I'm actually getting a call. Hello? Yes? Wow, really? Wow! <laughs> okay, thanks! That was Mark Cuban. He wants to buy my Celtics dojo. I'm back on top. Go Heat. My thanks to the USWNT's amazing Julie Ertz. I'll see you in two weeks. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.